here and back again with another episode of Seasoned Crime. I am here weekly to come and tell you a story about a minority. But before we get started today, I do just want to take a little bit of time to acknowledge that as of today's episode, Seasoned Crime has been out for an entire month. Every single person who has taken the time to listen to even one episode has already shown me so much more love than I ever expected. Thank you guys. And with that being said, we will go ahead and jump right on into this week's episode. So this week hits a little bit close to home. For those of you who don't know, Dallas raised me, but Houston made me. I was born and raised in Dallas. For most of my life, I've lived here. But right after high school, I moved to Houston, where I attended the University of Houston. Go Cougs, by the way. This story, this takes us to Tomball, Texas, which is about 30 to 45 minutes outside of Houston. Anyone who's ever driven down a highway in Houston knows that 30 to 45 minute drive, that's nothing. So it's it's basically right up the street. This murder happened in the daylight and it was caught on camera, yet there are absolutely zero answers to it. Today, we are going to highlight Elizabeth Barraza. January 25th of 2019, Elizabeth was out in the driveway of her home preparing for a garage sale that she was having that day. It was Friday morning about 6.45 a.m., And Elizabeth had called off of work today just so she could do the garage sale. But her husband, Sergio, however, he was going into work. So he gave her a kiss and he drove away. At 6.53 a.m., about eight minutes later, right after Sergio left, someone can be seen on camera parking their truck across the street from the house, getting out of that truck and walking up to Liz. This interaction, it can be seen from the angle across the street because the camera that caught this, this was the neighbor's security camera. They did have a ring doorbell at Liz and Sergio's house, but that didn't really offer any kind of good view of both of them. But the good thing on that is it did provide some audio. So you can hear as the person walks up to Elizabeth, you can hear her saying, good morning. After she says good morning, there's about eight seconds that it's completely inaudible. Um, it, it's really hard to, again, this sound to ring doorbell. They're not right at the doorbell. They're off kind of in the front lawn. So it's a little bit farther. So the ring doorbell, it's a little bit harder for it to pick it up. So there's about an eight seconds of inaudible interaction. And then the killer is seen pulling a gun out. When Liz notices the gun, she backs up. And the next thing you know, three shots. Liz is shot three times in the chest. Elizabeth falls to the ground and her head falls behind the table. Remember, she's doing a garage sale and so there's table, you know, there's a table or two set up in the yard for the items to sit on. So Liz, the way she falls when she's shot, she falls behind, her head falls behind this table. The killer can be seen on video taking the time to go around. So they're standing right over Liz's head, shoots her in the head, goes back to the vehicle and drives off. So yes, although all of this can be seen on video, this is still an unsolved case. The video was far enough away to where the image is too blurry to clearly see. So you can see the description of what's going on. You can see everything that happened, but it's just too far away to really specify those clear details that we would need to be able to identify a person. The only thing that has been confirmed from this video is the vehicle that was being driven. The truck is said to be a black four-door Nissan Frontier with a Pro 4X sticker on the side. 
Even though they could tell the type of vehicle that it was, there wasn't any other identifying information such as a license plate or anything. Once police knew the vehicle they were looking for, they were able to review additional neighborhood surveillance footage, and then they noticed that the same truck drove by Elizabeth's house on the day prior to the murder. Not only that, the morning of the murder, that same truck was seen sitting in the neighborhood prior to it driving up to Elizabeth's house. And then on top of that, that same truck was seen once again passing by Elizabeth's house going the opposite direction after they drove off. So they shot Elizabeth, they got in the truck, and they drove off one direction. And then a few minutes later, you see that same truck coming back the other direction. So it's like they're passing by the house once again. After Elizabeth shot, she could be heard through the ring audio screaming in a tone that is completely indescribable. I mean, completely unbearable. The neighbors ended up calling 911 and the police came and rushed Elizabeth to the hospital. One of the neighbors called Sergio and he was home within 10 minutes of receiving that call. He rushed to the hospital and he was able to make it there in time to hold Elizabeth's hand as she passed away. When the police searched the scene, there weren't any shell casings that they found, so they do believe that the weapon that was used was a revolver. And that was it. Everything that I have said in this story so far is all the evidence that police have. Two and a half years later, they still don't have any additional information. From this point on, it's just trying to piece together everything because there are just so many different angles to this case. And most of them, they make sense. Once I was like, I I think I figured it out. I think I've pieced together what makes the most sense to me. I would read or see another theory on Reddit or WebSleuth. It would completely throw my mind for a loop because I would be like, huh, well, that makes sense too. Like that is extremely logical. All, what I'm going to do today is I'm just going to talk about, um, I've given you already the backstory of it, which is, again, all the information we have. So I'm just going to go over some of the theories that I've seen throughout Reddit and Web Sleuths and, and hopefully eventually we'll get some answers to what actually happened. First is the killer themselves. Not only do we not know who the killer is, but even on camera, there's no guarantee that this killer is a man or a woman. If you watch the video, you can see that the killer, it looks like it's a man size-wise, but the killer also is in disguise, and the killer is wearing a wig, a dress, and combat boots. Due to this, a lot of people feel like it could have been a scorned lover situation, possibly. I mean, there's no proof or evidence of any of that, but again, it's a possibility. Just like in any other murder, the people that are closest to the victim are always the first ones that they look at. So in this case, Sergio was in fact a suspect at one point, especially since it happened literally minutes after he left the home. The cops looked into everything, possible marital issues, money problems. I mean, any other motives that they could think of um, when it comes to a, you know, a spouse murdering another spouse, but they didn't find anything. Sergio was cleared. My opinion, Sergio didn't have anything to do with this one. Yes, there there now granted there are a few things that are a little bit suspicious to me about this one, but I don't think it's suspicious enough for me to say that I think Sergio was truly a suspect. I, I believe the cops on this one. Some of the things that kind of were a little bit suspicious to me, but again weren't enough to really push me over the edge. One of the things was the timing. 
the fact that this happened so closely to when Sergio left the home was a little bit of a red flag for me. But on the other hand, it wasn't enough of a red flag for me to think anything of it because we do know for a fact that on camera, this truck can be seen sitting in the neighborhood. Based on the location of where that car was sitting, they could have just been watching the house and they happened to wait till Sergio went away. Another thing that made people think that even if it wasn't him directly, he may have been involved somehow is why did Sergio go to work? So the thing is, Elizabeth and Sergio's five-year wedding anniversary was coming up and they had a trip to Universal Studios planned to celebrate this. They were actually planning to leave just two days later. The point of the garage sale was to make some last-minute spending money for the trip. Elizabeth called out of work so she could do the garage sale, but why didn't Sergio stay home to help as well? I see why this could be a theory, but I'm not really a fan of, again, using this one to say that Sergio um, could be part of this because just thinking about the men in my life, they will go to work just about through anything. Like, I'm one of those people to where if I don't want to go to work today, it doesn't take much to convince me not to go to work. Like, I am just fine if I need to take a personal day, a self-care day, if I feel like I have something going on that needs my full attention for that day, I have no problem taking off. The men in my life, absolutely not. Like, they could be sick, they could be hurting, they can be, you know, whatever's going on, they're going to go to work. That's just what they do. That's, you know, taking off of work is not really a thing for them. Kind of the same thing here. Not really knowing, that's not something that raises red flags because it is also known that Elizabeth's, um, family, um, some of her close family and friends, they were going to stop by throughout the day. So if she needed help during, you know, while the, if she needed help, they would be able to be in and out throughout the day. So it wasn't too much of a red flag on me on that one. Also, if they're doing this garage sale to get extra money for the trip that they have in a few days, to that same point, it, maybe it's not logical for Sergio to stay home because again, they need that money. Um, the garage sale is more like fast money, you know, it's quick money, but if I go to work, I'm gonna see that money on my next paycheck. I need that money too. Like I need fast money, but I also need my paycheck money. So again, that one didn't really raise too many flags, too many flags for me, but that is one that I continuously saw is seeing, um, even though Sergio was cleared, giving some examples of how he seemed really suspicious and not everyone and not everyone believes he is completely innocent in this. Some other theories on this one is that the garage sale was somehow involved. I mean, obviously we know it was involved because that was the location of this, but when the killer walked up, Liz can be heard saying good morning. And she sounded really happy and really welcoming when she said it. Some say that it was just an opportunity that um, whatever, you know, this was planning on, this was planned anyways by the killer. The killer had their reason for it. It didn't really matter where, what was actually going on at Liz's house. This was going to happen regardless. It just so happened. It was coincidence that she set up the garage sale. The theory itself, I'm not a huge fan of. Like, yes, I get that the person may have just happened to come up on the garage sale when it was being set up. But the fact that once again, we know that car was in the neighborhood the day before, that means that they were there before the garage sale was even known about. So Sergio and Elizabeth, they hadn't advertised anything with the garage sale. They hadn't put anything on social media and they really hadn't told anyone other than like really close friends and family who, again, they told, you know, to go ahead and stop by. But that's about it. 
Elizabeth's plan was just to set up the garage sale and then go around the neighborhood and put up signs for it. So at the moment of Elizabeth's death, there wasn't really much advertisement about this garage sale at all yet. Elizabeth hadn't even got that far in the morning yet to get that much advertisement. So I don't know if I think that the garage sale had anything to do with it. I think that was just part of the opportunity. Some people say maybe, you know, with the garage sale, it was a robbery going bad. But that one I definitely don't go for because nothing was taken. There was even a box of $100 in change on the table to where this all occurred. But the killer didn't even look at it. Again, looking at the camera, the killer had every intention to go straight to Elizabeth and went straight back. There was no looking around. There was no seeing what was there. So the idea that this was some kind of theft gone wrong, robbery gone wrong or so, I'm not really going for that one either. Another theory that came up a lot was that it had something to do with their cosplay life. Elizabeth and Sergio were huge Star Wars fans. Now, I personally don't know a lot about the cosplay world, so I'm not going to give too many opinions on this one because, again, I can only give my opinion on something that I know a little bit about and cosplay and Star Wars, that's way outside of the range of my personal input in my brain. I'm not sure on any of those, so I'm not going to speak too much on those. Not only were they, did they like the cosplay, they liked Star Wars, but they were such big fans, they were actually part of this select group of other Star Wars enthusiasts. A fun fact, just to add, is that Elizabeth and Sergio, they actually met at a Star Wars cosplay convention. So this was part of their entire relationship, literally from the start. They would frequently dress up in in cosplay, dress up as Star Wars characters, go to children's hospitals, festivals, do a multitude of different things um, as the Star Wars characters just for entertainment purposes for crowds or part of events or so forth. Coincidentally, again, just another little side note on here, the hospital they took Elizabeth to that day was the same hospital that she would frequent when she would dress up and do... um, do dress up in uniform, uh, the Star Wars uniform, and she would go to the children's hospital. This is the hospital that they actually took her to once she was shot. Maybe, I don't know, maybe there was some drama in this part of her life. Like I said, I don't know what the cosplay world, Star Wars world looks like, but maybe there was something going on here. This one I am a little bit more fond to since I don't know too much about it. The little that I do know, it makes sense. Um, I mean, maybe there was a stalker in the group, someone who didn't like the fact that she was with Sergio or someone who didn't like the fact that Sergio was with her. I don't know. This theory made a bit of sense to me, but it's more reasonable than the other ones that I mentioned before, but I'm just not getting the vibe that someone walked up, pretty much staked out her home, went to her home, shot her at her home, left, and then drove back by as a result of Star Wars or as a result of the cosplay, I just feel like there would have, there has to be more than that. Like that can't be the reason that someone did all of that. Some people say that maybe it was job related. Sergio did floor installations and Elizabeth was a data reporter for a pipeline inspection company. Who knows? Maybe she may have found out something at work that she wasn't supposed to and they killed her to keep her quiet. Maybe it was a hitman again for this situation I don't know maybe it was a hitman because of work and they didn't want something getting out that it was likely to get out with her so they just had to make sure to finish the job that also could be why we see the killer's truck riding back after the crime Um, maybe they just wanted to see if they can verify from their truck driving by again that she was really dead 
With this one as well, the job one, very similar to the Star Wars and cosplay, they do make a lot of sense and they do sound a little bit more logical to me. My vibe is just telling me that it, it just wasn't because of her job either. So those are some of the theories that I saw going through the different forums. And again, today, two and a half years later, we're no further than we were then to figuring this all out. There are still no answers as to who or why. Police have advised that there have been a few warrants that have been issued in this case, but they haven't given any information to the public as to what or who these warrants were for. And they haven't getting it, given any details as to maybe what came from these warrants, so I'm assuming they didn't really get too much from it. Police say that they have had some suspects and they have some people that they're currently talking to, but they still yet haven't gotten anything that they feel like is actually enough to give a confident answer on any of this. Since Elizabeth's death, Sergio has gotten engaged to a new woman. Um, this occurred in 2020 when he got engaged, and as of today, he is married to this woman. I don't know if this really means anything, but he did take his new wife to Universal Studios and they visited the Harry Potter world, which is exactly what the plan to do with Elizabeth was. I don't know if that means anything, but I just thought it was something to be known as part of the story. Elizabeth's family continues to speak out about how much they miss her and wanting to know what happened. Elizabeth's father is, he's actually friends with Sergio still, and they speak on how much they miss his daughter all the time. As of today, there's still a reward out for up to $20,000 for information about this case. So if you know anything at all or know something that you think may be something, please, Crime Stoppers a call at 713-222-TIPS. We still don't know why any of this happened, but what we do know for a fact is that Elizabeth didn't deserve any of this. There's still so much unknown about this case, so I really hope we can get some answers on this one so we can give some closure to Elizabeth's friends and family. And that, my friends, is the story of Elizabeth Barraza and her mysterious murder. Once again, I want to thank you for hanging out with me this week. I hope I was able to give you your true crime hit for the day. Don't forget to follow Seasoned Crime on Instagram and also make sure that you rate and subscribe to the show on whatever listening platform that you're listening through. I hope you all have a great week and I'll talk to you again next week. Mm -hmm.